You are sitting in Bat's theater. You are listening on the internet. A bright light blinds you. We are taking control. Images burned onto the inside of your eye and the inside of your mind, held hostage on a cruise ship, forced to jog in the boiling sun in synthetic fabrics. Your hacked Gmail account getting more replies to spam than you ever do. The low, guttural screams of your mother when you mention you have stopped contributing to KiwiSaver. You are not sitting in Bat's theatre. You are not listening on the internet. These are things that you could only see during the witching hours. Welcome to a story we like to call The Big Sleepover. Close your eyes. You are lying in a meadow. A meadow is just a field with daisies in it. This image is more idyllic than you could ever imagine. More idyllic than anything you've ever known. It is summertime. There is a slight breeze. It does not make your skirt billow or your shirt rise up. You have worn your last pair of underwear, the sexy pair, and no one knows, no one will ever know. Open your eyes. You are lying in a meadow. You are lying inside a meadow. You are lying inside a rectangular hole just a bit bigger than you are. You are lying inside the witching A grave. You're lying in a grave, mate, honestly. Um, it's the introduction. It's supposed to be mysterious and invoke a feeling of... Yeah, well, mysterious this. Wow, Mike McRoberts. I'm a huge fan of yours. (laughs) Fuck off. This is the news at every hour, every goddamn second of the day. I'm your host, Mike McRoberts. Good evening. (coughs) Expert predictions have finally come true. With the global population officially hitting 23 billion today at midday, the world, scientists say, is totes unable to function. (laughs) Reports from Japan, Ireland and Cambodia, amongst others, reveal citizens are standing shoulder to shoulder in supermarkets, playgrounds and even in libraries. Recently re-elected Prime Minister JK 2.0. An abstract concept, dear audience, whereupon the deterioration of the physical body, one's carefully constructed public identity or brand, has conquered one's soul, denying one of a complete and final death. The result is an invisible, bodiless tincture of the late being. Sorry about that rather rude interruption. Prime Minister JK 2.0 is at the Biennial Global Summit in Christchurch. Inga Bergerman reports. Mike, in a shocking decision today, Prime Minister JK 2.0 has struck a deal with hungry global superpowers, essentially serving up New Zealand land on a platter. Yum, 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 Inga. (laughs) Exactly, Mike. It has been released that New Zealand will be converted into graveyards for other overpopulated countries. Christ. Offshore sources have... (laughs) Tattered that there is just nowhere to dump the bodies. No patch of land, no matter how small, can be bunder-utilised, Mike. But Inga... <laughs> just what I was thinking, Mike. 
Cremation is completely out of the oven for some reason. Pollution, I think. <coughs> Sorry, Inga. <coughs> You'll have to speak louder. I can't see you through the smog in the studio. And as for the entire nation of displaced New Zealanders, they, I mean we, will inhabit boats in the surrounding Pacific Ocean. Oh, that sounds nice. Yes, Mike, I agree. I've always thought living on a boat would be quite the experience to write about. Except you now won't be able to write home about it. Yes, Mike. Inga, I understand that you have Prime Minister JK 2.0 there with you. Mike, JK 2.0, the leader of our country, despite not having any physical attributes whatsoever, has been uploaded into a mini-disc, and I can communicate with him through this mini-disc player. Good evening, JK 2.0. JK 2.0, most New Zealanders, if not all, will be rather dis... Peased, I imagine, that their homes are to be demolished and replaced with a mass grave. How will this decision actually benefit New Zealanders, if at all? <laughs> right, yes, Mike. JK 2.0 says China and the US, amongst other countries, have given him their word that after 50 years, they will give the country back to him. <laughs> Has he actually signed anything, Inga? <laughs> no. He says no, Mike, but that they did pinky swear. Hmm, okay. <laughs> and after 50 years, most of the bodies will have decomposed and the earth that was once so fertile will be farmable again. After all, it would be such a shame to lose our agricultural roots, he says. Thank you, John. Back to you, Mike. Thank you, Inga and Prime Minister JK 2.0. Well, I suppose the only way out of this mess is to just destroy that mini-disc. If only there was someone to come to the rescue. Unfortunately, that doesn't look likely, New Zealand. Relocation begins immediately. Good luck, land of the long smog cloud. Ugh, who have we got here, Flo? Uh, let's see. Looks like a Dr. Skell Eaton. Don't kid me, Flo. It's important we're quick about this. No mucking about. We've got a whole heap of corpses to bury today. Read the gravestone, then chuck it in the truck with the others. God, all this concrete takes up so much space. Can't believe it. I believe it did, Joe. Look, Dr. Skell Eaton. Righto. Well, these 700,000 corpses won't bury themselves. Miley, can you jump in there and move Dr. Skell Eaton over a bit? We've got to squeeze this new stuff up real close next to it. Move it? You heard it. These morts have to get cosy. Now there's no space for them anymore. Flo's right. Now, you got your gloves on? Uh, Look, there's only so much you can learn from the books. There comes a time in a gravedigger's life when you're just going to have to dig in and get your hands dirty. And you don't want to touch them because of the bacteria. What? You're full of shit, Flo. Don't worry, dear, it's just a safety precaution. Like washing your hands after you poo. Like washing your hands after you poo. All set? Yes. And you get girly? There's a bit of skin still on that one, see that? Oh, oh God. Really get your spade under those bones, love. <laughs> That's it, you got it. Bunch those bones right up. <coughs> Think of it like you're picking flowers, making a bouquet of bones. She's more like making poopery down there. Oh. Mind those two disconnected phalanges. What phalanges? Oh, shit. Together, or there'll be blood on our hands, or rather your hands. But they're bones. What Flo means, Miley, is we're under strict orders. From JK 2.0. The Prime Minister's made us pinky swear that we are to keep all bodies intact. Did he not make you pinky swear? No. <gasps> See? <gasps> no no pinkies. pinkies! 
I had a top secret accident a few years ago. <laughs> it's not as exciting as it sounds. See, they, they grab my hand. All right. Looks good to me. Let's pull her up, Flo. Grab my hand, Miley, and heave. Heave? Now, have in the new stiff. Got her right here, boss. Checked her wallet. These foreigners are great for the economy, eh, mates? <laughs> well, what's her name? Miss Avenger. That doesn't sound very Chinese. Avenger. I, I mean, look, it, it's a bit smudged. So it is. That's some pretty good eyesight you've got from way over there, Miley. Righto, chuck her in. Just like that? Bag and all? Yep. Don't plastic bags take ages to decompose? Uh, wouldn't it be better for the ground if there wasn't a body bag? You're talking nutrients and stuff. No, we're under strict orders. The bodies have to be nice and whole. It's best if they take a bit to decay. That's what he said. The Prime Minister? Yes. Okay, give me a hand, ladies, and push! Oh, dear. 276,589 bodies in the ground. 276,589 bodies in the ground. Dick of a coal and bury another one. 700,000 body bodies. Dick of a Hey, what are you doing? Oi! She moved. Don't be silly, Miley. The only humans coming into the country now are dead ones. Land of the long dead humans. Not for long. <laughs> bang! Bang! You're dead. Mitzi! Commander, Mitzi Venger reporting for duty. There's no time for that, Mitzi. My cover was already nearly blown. Thanks for having my back. No problem. Now, get me out of this hole. Please. Ah! Oh, my leg! Pull! Oh my god! A human skeleton is clutching my leg! Dr. Skell Eaton. Good afternoon, sweeties. It talks. All right, Bones. Are you coming or going? We have a mission right now and we're the only living humans left in the entire country. Oh, except for Inga Bergman and that hunky Mike McRoberts. Oh, he just makes my bones. Enough. Make your mind up quick, smart old woman, or I'll bury you. Well, my famous do need a bit of a stretch. Where exactly are we going, dears? We're going to destroy that mini-disc once and for all. Good, what a fucking useless piece of technology that is. Let me go, JK 2.0. <laughs> the New Zealand public will find out about this and they will rescue me. And if they don't use aggressive force on you, um, on, on your personal brand, then they will definitely, probably, maybe vote you out of office. <laughs> What's so funny? Oh, Mike. McRoberts. Inga Bergerman. Mike, there is no New Zealand public. Inga! Oh, gulping gherkins, he got you too! Enough for the Bergerzingers. That is the last time I ever take a husband's surname. I can't see you. Open your eyes. Oh. Tisk tisk. <laughs> what happened, Mike? You were always so good at reporting the facts. What are you talking about? But were you any good at reporting the truth? What? Time will tell, Mike. Inga. In Inga, quick, we have to destroy that mini-disc. We do? Yes. And why on earth would we do that? Because JK 2.0 is a terrible prime minister. The people of Aotearoa deserve a real-life, actual human leader. And you could be that leader, Mike? Well, I'm probably a bit underqualified, but sure, I'd give it a go. 
<laughs> Mike, your careerism is embarrassing. I mean, I've done all my chores and there's nothing good on TV. Ugh. Just get over here and untie me. Tut, tut, tut. Not going to be as easy as that, Mike. Why do you think you're here in the first place? Sanctioning a hit on the Prime Minister on the news is, you know, sort of a thing that will get you in big trouble. Well, it just kind of came out. Whoopsies. You see, Mike. Anger. Let me speak. You see, Mike, I'm in a league with the Prime Minister. You've been in cahoots with him this whole time? We've been drinking from the same barrel. You've been kissing the same babysitter? We both cried at the Queen's funeral. Oh, embarrassing. Ah, <laughs> oh, the excruciating, oblivious happiness of a big phony. You can talk. Huh? If you're such a good journalist, then why haven't you figured it out yet? Don't you have any questions? Um, ooh, okay, questions. Um, yes. Okay, you got me. I just read a teleprompter. Aha! Just kidding! Journalism powers unite! What is the real reason behind the mass graveyard? Damn it! I think I can answer that one. Gasps! Prime Minister, you can talk! Oh, yes, love, there are many more of us too. Vast networks of us underground, all with the same intention to burst through the darkness into the land of the living. But now our muscles have decomposed. It's a bit of a struggle, to be honest. We just don't have the strength we once used to. Requesting communication with home base, over. Request granted, Sergeant, over. So is that it? Death is just the same as life, except you've got no hair or skin and you live underground? Mm. Requesting permission to raise the dead from several graves over the current coordinates, over. On what grounds? These ones, over. Oh no, dear. We're not exactly sure how we were restored into the realms of existence, but we believe it has something to do with the sudden influx of new cadavers. Prime Minister JK 2.0 was right when he said the Earth would benefit from all that decaying flesh. No, I mean why, Commander? For backup, ma'am, over. Request denied. Backup is not required to simply snap a mini disc in half. <laughs> but I'm sure the farmers will be happy now. Fuck it! What are you doing, Commander? I'm going rogue. Now help me unearth these bonus. (laughs) Of course I can talk. It was just a matter of figuring out what on earth a godforsaken mini-disc was. I would appreciate it next time if you allocated me somewhere more... Contemporary. A hologram, maybe? I saw one of those on the movies when I had eyes. And a conscience. Well, that's not exactly new technology. It was kind of only a fad in the 90s. (sighs) But of course, whatever you want, we will make it happen, sir. I will make it happen. And to answer your question, Mike, I'm going to answer it truthfully because you won't be around much longer. Not as yourself, anyway. Because Inga here is going to kill you before anyone can save the day, aren't you, Inga? Correct. No, Inga, we were such good... Our chairs were so close. (laughs) Too bad, Mike. And then your body will be mine. What? No, not him. Yes, him. I've been stuck in this tiny plastic case for too long. I want to breathe deeply between a svelte pair of pectorals. I want to run my hands through the 50 remaining grey hairs of a cracked, dry scalp. I want to stroke the smooth... Uh, The sound of an approaching army of skeletons and two humans. Oh, you again. Um, Prime Minister, you might want to hold that thought. We were just about to fulfil my evil plan. 
Wait, 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 guys. Before we take this brave, heroic step from which we might never wake, I'd just like to let you know how much of an honor it has been getting this far with you. Oh, bless your heart, a true kind soul. I was nearly buried alive, but if it wasn't for that, I would never have met you, Doctor, or any of your skeleton friends, some of whom, on the short hike here, I've come to really love. Oh, darling, come here, give Nana's marrow a squeeze. Ow! 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 Any one of you stiffs know how to pick a lock? Oi, legs at the back. Stick a metatarsal in this hole. And if it is possible, I mean, if, we, if we're lucky enough to... Live? Yeah, sorry, Doctor. Now go on, dear. Well, I'd like to bury Joe and Flo so oh. that one day in the future when their last epidermal flares flake off, they might find you like I did. Oh, such a sweet thought. We'd love to have them, wouldn't we, chaps? Yes. Yes, we're always looking for new blood. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> uh, got it. You lot ready to save the nation then, or what? Knock, knock. Antagonists? Where is he? Here. Oh, thank God. Someone. Who are you? I'm going to ask nicely first, Inga Bergerman. Hand over the Prime Minister. It's a pleasure to meet you, Inga Bergerman. I'm actually a very big fan. <gasps> what? You've never seen a skeleton do a curtsy before? I, uh, I, uh, you look like you've seen a ghost. I guess your plan backfired on you. What's going on, Inga? We're, we're surrounded by a horde of uh, mandibles, clavicles, tibia, phobia. You're kidding me. There's nothing humorous about this, Prime Minister. Oh, uh, oh, I can think of one thing. Give it up, Inga. Face it, you're outnumbered. Hand over the mini-desk with the Prime Minister's public persona and let's go back to the studio. No, I've lived in your shadow for too long, Mike McRoberts. Bang, bang, you're dead. Oh, God. No, Mike McRoberts. Your incredibly even skin tone will be sorely missed. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, now put me in him. Put me in him. Initialising the essence transfer ritual. That's just a balloon and a piece of string. I need a body, but I don't just want anybody. How fucking romantic. I wanted the perfect body, so I struck up a pinky swear with the other world leaders. They get to decongest their overcrowded streets and I get free reign over every carcass sent to NZ soil. You mean you weren't thinking about the soil, rich farmers, or the future of the agricultural exports at all? You were only thinking of yourself? That's right. Now, Inga, before he takes his dying breath, there's one thing you didn't consider. Oh, what's that? Who your real friends are. No! Oh God! Mike McRobbins! Ah. He was my one true body! Ah. Oh dear. What's happening? Her eyes are flooded with light. It looks like Inga Bergerman was merely a vessel for another abstract concept of a bodiless constructed identity. You knew that? Shut up, Mike McRoberts. You're dead. Wow. Isn't she beautiful? At your service, Hillary Barry. <laughs> Commander Miley Cypress, you will be suspended for six weeks without pay for disobeying orders. As for you, Prime Minister, you're going down. Any last words? Oh, 
This is a bit gay, isn't it? Smash! Woohoo indeed. And with a wave of their hands, the humans, skeletons, and strange, vague constructions of self saluted Hilary Barry, good journalism, and the extradition of a terrible leader. The skeletons returned underground, and the citizens of New Zealand were restored to their homeland. However, it wasn't long until they once again pillaged their beautiful landscape and practiced faux environmentalism. And while Hilary Barry's vicious murder of Mike McRoberts remained undisputed and ultimately trialless, what became very clear was that no one fucks with the narrator of The Witching Hours. That was The Big Sleepover by Alice May Connolly. Hannah Banks was Mike McRoberts, Joe and Mitzi. Kate Clarkin was Inga Bergerman, Flo and the Communication Device. Amy Griffin-Brown was JK 2.0 and Miley. My name is Jean Sargent. The music is by Tane Opjohn Beetson, who's recording it right now too. The Witching Hours was created and script edited by Yutha Dean and is recorded at Bats Theatre. It's a production of My Accomplice. Find out what else they're up to at myaccomplice.co.nz. None of this would be possible without the support of the dashing William O'Neill. Tell your friends, smash the system, fly bats home, more life!